Coming up next on The VO Life, it's Christy Bowen. And then they said, okay, we have a new client and uh, we have a new project for you. I'm like, okay, great. Turns out it was this really, really super, super long project and it was medical e-learning. I was dropped into the deep end of the ocean on that one. <laughs> this is The VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day -day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the VO life where we do all things voice over here. Things that are uh, new to many of you and things that are uh, maybe you just don't know a lot of the people in the industry and where to go to get things. And that's one of the things today. We're talking to Christy Bowen. Hi, Christy. Hi, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm so glad it's not scorching hot here right now. Isn't it a nice break? It's better than it has been. Absolutely. It's wonderful. It, it is. You can feel the fall in the air um, in the late evenings already. And I'm, I'm glad it's welcome. It's been so terrible for Absolutely. those of you that don't know Christy. Well, Christy uh, has kind of picked up a, a really big um, uh, title of an e-learning guru, I think, but we're going to talk about some other things as well, but let's start out, Christy. I know a little of your history and that you kind of got started with radio and college and got into VO. Could you give us a little background on that? Sure. Um, I worked at uh, the college radio station, but we were not the normal college radio station at the University of Florida. We had a 100,000-watt commercial FM station. It was AOR, album-oriented rock at the time, and we had um, a production department that produced a lot of the local commercials. So we had salespeople. We had what we called adults because they were not students and they were, you know, probably in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, and all of us young kids, you know, uh, that were students there. So the adults would go sell time to local spots and you know, to local companies and things, and then they would come back and have production orders, and we would write, produce, and voice the commercials. And I liked doing that so much better than DJing. I thought I wanted to be a DJ, and I ended up just really not liking it. Um, I did it on weekends, but I really liked being in the production department instead and, and recording and, you know, writing the spots and everything. And it was fun. Mm -hmm. So that kind of is what led me into voiceover. That's neat. That's yeah. very neat. H had I stayed on path as a young person, it could have been similar. I went to Middle Tennessee State in a mass comm program, and I found out really quickly what DJs made. And I said, ah, I think I'll switch to business. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it was, it, I was just amazed. You know, I, I thought I had the celebrity thing with it. Well, they're only on the air for four hours. They, they only work four hours a day and they're famous. And of course, it, you know, when you're 18, 19, it looks that way. And it was different yeah. back then. But it that's was. a neat story. I, yeah. I, it, anybody that's come out of radio and stuff like that, I have a fascination with. I know we have mutual friend here in Nashville, Kevin Kilpatrick, who's, who's mm -hmm. got the radio background and is definitely doing well in voiceover. Absolutely. Um, so why Nashville? How did you end up here? I ended up here. My mother is from East Tennessee, and she had moved to Nashville while I was in college. And I did an internship here in town with a uh, what was Viacom Cable before it was bought out by Comcast. And I, you know, once I graduated, I 
received, I got a job there in their production department. So I was doing the same thing I was doing at the radio station. I just added the video component to it. So we were still going out and shooting, you know, we were filming and then I was recording the voiceovers for the local commercials, uh, the TV commercials that were airing. And so I just kind of added an an extra element of video to, (laughs) to the, yeah, to the commercial thing I had been doing. And so that's what led me to Nashville. And I had moved away for a while to North Carolina, working on some projects. And then I was temporarily in Los Angeles for a little while working on a feature film. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I moved back to Tennessee, uh, moved back to Nashville and had gotten a, a job at a production company here in town and worked there for 12 years. And then when that contract was ending that we had with the Department of Defense, it was kind of time to figure out what to do next. And I had already started doing voiceovers at the time, um, kind of, you know, on a side note, knowing that our contract was ending, I decided mm-hmm. it was time to, you know, figure out my next step in life. And I kind of wanted to get out of the production phase of things. Because, you know, 14-hour days were really long, and I also had just adopted my daughter, and, you know, she was, you know, a young child, and I was like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not sure I really want to do long production days and everything. I'd like to, mm-hmm. you know, go in mom mode, and so um, I thought voiceover would be a great thing to try to get back into, mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. it randomly um, all along, and just kind of it just took off. And so I started doing more voiceover. And literally the day my boss came in to tell me he was laying me off, um, or actually he was telling me that my last day would be November 30th. And this was sometime in September. So I had a long lead time. Uh, as he's telling me that, my computer was you know, giving little chimes that I was receiving emails. I received three voiceover jobs during the time he was telling me that I was going to <laughs> I was like, hmm, one door closed and a window opened and I flew exactly. through it. <laughs> exactly. Here's your sign, as they say. Here's yes, your sign. Yes, exactly. That was my sign. So it didn't start out with e-learning though, correct? No. Um, no, just did all sorts of things. Although that came pretty quickly because I ended up you know, doing a lot of my own marketing. I was on a couple of the pay-to-play sites and that kind of thing. But I was doing a whole bunch of my own marketing. And one of the companies that I ended up marketing to um, was a guy who actually owned a company in Tampa, Florida. And he was a fellow University of Florida alumni, and that's how I connected with him. And he uh, did a lot of, you know, training, he said. He didn't really use the word e-learning. He, he did a lot of training because he said he used voiceover. And about, you know, it took me about six months of chasing him, but he finally had a job for me. And it turned out it was a very long e-learning module. And it was fine. It was a nice, you know, easy kind of thing, but it was, mm-hmm. it, it was exciting. And I that got my feet wet. And then they said, okay, we have a new client. And uh, we have a new project for you. I'm like, okay, great. Turns out it was this really, really super, super long project. And it was medical e-learning. Mm. I was mm. dropped into the deep end of the ocean on that one. <laughs> mm. But I kept getting work from them. And then it expanded because I had work to you know, show to people. And I had samples. And I started understanding how e-learning worked. And it just kind of went from there. You know, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. kept building clients and, and getting more work from different entities and, you know, different either companies or e-learning production companies. And so it just kind of kept spiraling. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. And, and with the, the change that we've seen over the past few years, I think companies are leaning more towards more and more of that type thing. They don't want to mm-hmm. put everybody in the room together. They like doing things electronically. And, you know, the thing I thought about being I came out of corporate management was we want to always deliver the message the same way every time. And when, when we're doing that live, whether as a HR person or a safety person or a plant manager, it's not going to be the same if you deliver it five times. There's going to be variables. You're going to forget things. But e-learning causes a big consistency, which is what a lot of these companies are looking for. Right, and exactly. That, Especially when it comes to HR stuff. You want to make sure you mm-hmm. don't forget to tell somebody a particular piece of information that may affect how they are, you know, what, what uh, oh gosh, you know, what their benefits could be or how they mm-hmm. how they even sign up to get their paychecks, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, you remember a long time ago, they used to get, actually give you a, a paper paycheck and you had to go stand yeah. in line at the bank and put it in the bank. That was... <laughs> You know, my kids oh, look at me like I'm crazy when I tell them that. <laughs> Why do you even go to the bank? You do everything online. Exactly. Uh, it's funny. But yeah, e-learning is a big thing, but you're still doing other stuff, I'm sure. And yes. what's what's the fun stuff for you? For me, believe it or not, political commercials. I love them. Ah. I know that that's a, kind of a subject that a lot of people are like, no, staying far away from that. But I actually, mm-hmm. I like them. Um, I enjoy that work. Uh, I also like to do just, um, I like corporate narration a lot. That's mm-hmm. just, I, I really enjoy that. Um, I just, I enjoy telling the stories for different companies for different needs. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's an internal facing thing. Sometimes it's an external thing that they want to, you know, you know, explore some kind of thing for their clients or their customers and say, hey, look, here's what we're doing now. And that's kind of fun. Or maybe Mm -hmm. it's an internal thing and it's like, hey, we have this new thing or there's a lot of pride here where, where, you know, we've done this great thing. We need your help now, you know, know that our company's doing something good. I I like those stories. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I did get hired and it's coming up in October, and I've done this a couple of times, um, the voice of God kind of things for uh, either awards shows. I've done several of Mm -hmm. those, uh, announcing winners and that kind of thing, pre-canned, you know, and the winner is announced and then you give a little background and history on who the winner is. I've Mm -hmm. really enjoyed those as well. That's kind of fun stuff for me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, those are fun. I've done a couple, not a lot. Uh, uh, and political, I'm right there with you. I love political. Yeah. Um, and and it's that time of year and it's going to get yeah. even busier. Uh, Absolutely. In that genre. It's Hoping a lot of so. fun. <laughs> yeah, I think it will. Um, we met face to face for the first time at VO Atlanta and you've got yes. a lot of involvement with that and with mm-hmm. the changes coming up this next year, assuming you still got some involvement and uh, what, what are you looking forward to this year for, for VO Atlanta? You know, I have um, just periphery involvement at this point. I've, you know, just kind of consulting with, you know, the new owners just, you know, because with the institutional knowledge I have of what's been done before. Mm-hmm. So we're still, you know, that's still evolving and such. So I don't really know exactly where that will go. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think I'm just looking forward to seeing how the structure that has kind of been established is then built upon, you know, what, mm-hmm. what, what their vision is for it. Because everybody has their own vision. And so it'll be really interesting to see how that's carried out from different people, from a different point of view, but yet mm-hmm. kind of coming from 
you know, a similar place because the structure itself is sound and so many people enjoy, you know, what is available through VO Atlanta, you know, all the different ability to, you know, meet all these different uh, speakers and how accessible they are. And that was the one thing that Gerald uh, Griffin, who, you know, the founder of VO Atlanta, always instilled and the people that he wanted to be at the conference and presenting and, you know, being there, his vision was that they were accessible at all times. They weren't the kind of people who were divas who came in, did their talk, disappeared to their hotel room, didn't want to, you know, commune with the little people. You know, Mm -hmm. he wanted people who were going to be sitting in the, you know, the lobby, having conversations with anybody and everybody because, you know, he saw us as all people first and voice actors or casting directors or producers next. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that was what his vision was. And I really think that that is probably going to be the focus in the future as well. So I'm excited to hopefully see that that continues. And I think it will because I think that there's just maybe a renewed energy, you know, because there was just so, you know, the pandemic changed everything for everybody because we were 11 days away from putting that conference on. I had been working for six months. I worked my rear end off for six solid months to get that conference going. And then, of course, we had to shut it down. And then, you know, we tried to do a, we did the virtual conference in 2021. And while that was great and we had a good success with it, it was a virtual conference. It wasn't the same. And, you know, and then the last one that happened was the last one, at least we thought it was. So there was a different take to it. You know, there was just a different feeling as you're there until, you know, like a couple of hours before it's all over. You find out that it's really not the last one, (laughs) but the whole weekend you're there, you're, you know, you're, you're in the mindset that that it's over. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a really interesting and wonderful, um, kind of renewed refresh on it, I think, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think there'll be some, some awesome new additions, touches, things going on, but I also think it will retain the originality as being one of the most, like you said, everybody's accessible, everything's open and friendly and you can't beat it. I mean, it it made a big difference for me to go there and be able to interact and even oddly the opposite for somebody to walk up and say, aren't you the VO Life podcast guy? You know, and <laughs> yeah, and I thought I, awesome. I, one out of my nine listeners found me. It was kind of great. Oh, I love it. It was kind of great. great. Um, the, um, the other thing I want to touch on, and, and even if we, we use this to finish out with, I'm, I'm great with it, is you have a studio in Nashville. You are uh, offering teaching, training, coaching. One of the things that I think a lot of new people get into, they don't understand the steps. They don't understand the work that's involved. Uh, They all know they've got to get a doll and a microphone and get a a room treated. But you have to not be a reader. You have to be an actor. So Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about what you guys do in Nashville and the types of things that you offer for people at your studio. Sure. Um, It's called Tennessee VoiceOver Studios, and it kind of was born out of uh, a little bit of the meetup group that I've been running. And actually, this month is 10 years for the meetup group. We have been meeting every month for 10 years, which is pretty darn amazing. So I'm pretty proud of that. And um, 
it, it was, you know, the studios was born out of that idea, you know, just to continue the training and continue the ability for people to have continuous learning. And also for the new people who came in, because, you know, the meetup group is just kind of a one-off, you know, two-hour session of, you know, we have guest speakers. But if you're new to voiceover, being dropped into this class, it's like, wait a minute, I don't understand anything they're talking about because mm -hmm. this is all new to me. You know, it was a way to, to you know, mitigate that information. But also, um, the studios has rental facility. So we have, you know, it, it's open for rentals uh, for anybody, whether it's auditions or jobs. So anybody who comes through town um, that needs, you know, a recording studio, we have Source Connect. So even people in town who have their own home studios, but don't have Source Connect, they can rent the studio. Um, so it's, you know, it's a wonderful opportunity for people to kind of be part of the larger voiceover community in town with an actual physical location. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the meetup group has always just been, you know, we randomly wherever we could meet and or online for the last couple of years, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, it, that's what it was. That's where it came from. But when it comes to teaching and training new people, we kind of have a um, the Tennessee state flag has three stars in it. And I always consider everything with voiceover to have three pillars anyway of everything that you need to know to become successful in this. And that's performance, business, and technical. So out of that, the, you know, the three stars in the symbol of the state flag kind of are all really kind of gelled. I am also a massive hockey fan. Go Preds. And <laughs> uh, at the end of every game, they do the three stars of the game. So this whole three stars thing kind of hit me. And it's really for new people, the pillars they need to understand are it's performance first, then business, then technical. Everybody wants to go out and buy a microphone and figure out, you know, how they're going to do all this stuff. But that, that's the last thing you need to do. The first thing is figure out the acting, the performance, and get training, 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 and more training. It takes money. It takes time. It's not cheap, and it's not fast. If right. you want cheap and fast, you need to find another business. Right. If you want, you know, if you want to put in, you know, pay your dues as in researching, listening to podcasts like this, uh, you know, paying attention to all the blogs, being on the Facebook groups, reading everything you can, following stuff on YouTube. All of that stuff goes into your learning and your training. And then there's the paid training where you go to classes, group classes, you do workout sessions, you find coaches. All of that takes time and money, but that's the only way for you to understand how to be a better performer. Um, you know, taking improv classes, acting classes, if, you know, if that's not something you've already had in your life, um, are very important. And then after you get all your training and you're working with a series of coaches or a coach that tells you, yeah, you are ready to get demos. That's the next step. So you start with all the training and all your investigation and your, you know, your knowledge gathering. Then you get demos. Kind of as you're in the demo process and as your coach tells you what your demo, you know, that you're getting to be demo ready, that's when you can start doing the other stuff. Figuring out a website, figuring out how to set up your business, figuring out, you know, what equipment you want. Because until you get a demo or demos, you really can't do anything in this business. There's no reason to set up a profile in any of the pay-to-play sites. There's no reason to start marketing to people. There's no reason to have a website. That's like opening a restaurant and having no chef and no menu. <laughs> like, exactly you know, right. or, or it's like being saying, I'm going to be a chef. I've got these great knives. 
yeah, but do you know how to use them? You know, it's just, it's mm-hmm. one of those things that people always want to put the cart before the horse. And my best advice to new people is get training, 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 and more training. Most people don't want to hear that. They want to see progress. They want to buy something. They want to get a demo right away. And it's like, but if you're not ready, it's a waste of your time and money. And it's Correct. not good for anyone. Um, you know, you waste your time and your money doing that if you're not a viable product that can be then, you know, put out there in the world. Your services will not be what they need to be and people will not buy them. Mm-hmm. So, and- you know, you want to have that training in place. Then after you've gotten your training and your demos, you have to realize you're running a business. So you better be really good at or know or find people who are good at bookkeeping, good at marketing, good at, uh, you know, doing all the things it takes to run a business, accounting, all that kind of stuff, because you are the person who's going to have to do all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to do website design and or hire somebody, but you have to know what you want on your website. You have to know how to write about yourself. Uh, what qualities you have. You have to work on your marketing and branding. And all of that comes into play to be, a, you know, again, a viable business. And then, you know, you have to know what your technical equipment is, what microphone's going to best suit your voice, um, you know, getting a good, quiet space to record in, um, understanding how to edit, understanding how to use your equipment and use your recording software. You know, there's so much help out there that's either free or very low cost to make all of this a very easy and a very overall inexpensive business to start up. I mean, if you know, if you're going to compare starting a franchise of any business versus getting into voiceover, even when I tell people you probably need 10 grand to start a voiceover business and they balk at that number, name me another business ever anywhere that you can start on 10 grand. Very true. Very, very true. Uh, there's no there's no inventory. There's no this or that. Mm-hmm. I, I compare it a little bit slightly to the real estate industry and, mm-hmm. and even some of the tools and things that we're talking about. You don't want a untrained uh, realtor writing contracts for you and negotiating for you. You want someone, of course, that you have to be licensed and all anyway, but someone right. that's gone through and learned and everything. Unfortunately, there's not a VO license, so that's not not regulated. We can't right. make people do that, but gosh darn it, we can sure influence them to train, train, train. And it's going to take, as you said, it takes a long time. This is not a get-rich-quick industry. Mm-hmm. It sounds easy, and there are some people that will tell you it is that easy. And they will make right. your demo the first six weeks you're in the business. But right. stay away from that, guys. Stay away from that. It's uh, Absolutely. And, and also give yourself the opportunity to make sure this is really something you want to do. You may get into training after a few months and go, geez, is it this hard to do? Is it this much work? And is it this and that? And, and it is. And it so is. give yourself that opportunity. And I, I'm glad that, that, you know, you said all of that because people really need to hear that, especially uh, we have a lot of new people that listen to the podcast and in the Facebook group. And they need to know, you know, you may hear one thing or the other, but you just heard as good of an explanation that could possibly be given how to get into this business the correct way. 
Well, thank um, you. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I just taught the VoiceOver 101 class last night to a group of people who are interested in getting into it. I mean, that's one of the biggest classes we teach at the studios is the VoiceOver 101. We do mm-hmm. a virtual, I had one virtual attendee and two in person. And that's just the thing I stress is that, you know, be prepared for this to take time and money and that's okay. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, it it's only going to be you're only going to be as successful as you want to be. And of course, you know, everyone has life challenges. Everyone right. has something going on, you know, where money is, is you know, an obstacle potentially or just something that you have to be considerate of a lot more and or they, you know, maybe you you start and you get some really good momentum and then, you know, a detour has to happen in your life because of something personal going on or something, mm-hmm. you know, with your current job. And those things happen. Um, there's ways to stay involved. You know, since you do have a lot of newer people, there are ways to stay involved even if you can't pay for private coaching or whatever or classes for a while. There is still so much out there like these podcasts, like, you know, getting on the lists of a lot of the different people who are doing blogs and other things that will give you daily emails to keep you in touch with what's happening in the business. So staying connected to it, even when you maybe can't take classes at the time or don't have a lot of money, there are so many wonderful free resources out there. We actually have a large list of them on the website under the resources tab, a Mm -hmm. lot of links to a lot of different places that have some amazing information there that's all free for the taking. And it's a way to keep yourself involved, even if at the moment you have to take a detour, you know? So right. staying involved right. is probably the most important thing. Yes. And and actually, uh, as you were also saying, all of the free resources, there's a lot of them out there. But if you're able to vet some of that through someone else that has some experience, ask. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. You could get off on the wrong path if, if you're not really careful. That is true. It's, that it is true. It can get scary. There are a lot of forks in the VO road. Yeah. Isn't it amazing, though, this Nashville voiceover community, how many people that are here that are, you know, actively working in voiceover? I, it surprised me. Uh, of course, we lost one of my favorites who moved off to Pennsylvania, J.J. Wilson. J.J. and I got very close over the last year and a half. We shared a lot of meals together and He's just been fantastic in helping me in my career. And if, you know, if you're able to find that person who's willing to help, and yes, you're going to pay for help, but eventually, maybe if you make it the right friendships and associations, other people will help you as well. But the community in Nashville is unbelievable. The people that are here, there's Kevin, there's Dave Hoffman, yourself. There are many, many others. Who are some of the Mm -hmm. people I'm missing? Kate, Kate Best has just moved here. Yeah, Yeah. Kate Best has just moved here. Uh, Gosh. Oh, man, there are so many. Um, wow. Um, there's another, uh, um, gosh, I just saw his name, uh, Jay Rodney, who is. Oh, yes, Jay just, Rodney Turner. Just uh, we have, 10 minutes uh, from me, actually. Yeah, absolutely. There are a lot of people in, in a lot of different genres and things. There are a lot of people mm-hmm. who are doing, you know, all sorts of different stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who are part-time, full-time. Um, there's Cam Cornelius. Gosh, who else is here? Heather Bell. Um mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. So there's so many people. I'm just, I'm blanking all of a sudden because now that I have right. to say their names, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to leave them out, but you can't remember them all. Yeah, Brad, Ox- Brad Oxnam, who's one of our coaches. Um, Sean Rogers, who's one of our coaches. And, uh, you know, he does uh, audio production and everything else. I mean, we have uh, Michael Bornheim, 
big time voice actor, mm-hmm. you know, coach and director. So yeah, we have a lot of people who are are in town, um, you know, that are very active and, you know, prolific in their voice acting careers here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we also have a lot of people that are part-time and have been doing very well at it for a long time or newer or do on camera as well. And so, and we've also had a lot of people leave um, that started out here that are now out in LA and doing very well and making wonderful livings and have just, you know, living that kind of VO dream thing, you know, because right. of the genres that they, you know, want to do. Right. Um, and they're they're doing right. very well out there. So, yeah, we we have a, a really nice community here. Um, I know people even in very large cities all around the country who are actually rather and they use this word, not me, jealous of our meetup group and the, and what we have mm-hmm. here. Um, mm-hmm. And that really is kind of a little bit of a source of pride for me. I'm like, well, <laughs> that's wonderful, you know, yeah. because it's yeah. just a way to keep people together, because, you know, when we work by ourselves in our booths all day long and you don't have anybody else to have a water cooler conversation with because, you know, you can talk to your family about it, but they don't quite get it. You know, if you have a group of people you can meet up with and you can have a, let's call it a, well, we have a holiday party every year at the end of the year to celebrate all the holidays and, you know, the coming of the new year and everything else. And it's, mm-hmm. it's nice to have our own version of an office Christmas party because, <laughs> you know, we have separate offices very far away from each other, but we end up, you know, all meeting at once and, you know, mm-hmm. oh goodness, I can't believe it. I can't believe I've forgotten it. Rick Lance and Joe Lesh. How oh, could gosh, I have forgotten yes. those two guys in town? I, well, I see, I told you, you put me on the spot and I couldn't remember everybody's <laughs> names all of a sudden. I was like, I have all these people. I could see their faces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have a lot of wonderful people here in town that are just, you know, wonderful uh, at giving in, you know, advice and information and mentorship and, mm-hmm. you know, really being giving and you know, open to new people in the business. And I hope, mm-hmm. you know, wherever your listeners live, they can find the people in their communities that have a similar thought process on sharing and being open. And I think that's one of the great things about the voiceover industry is that we do have a very open and sharing and caring community. A lot of people here in town have, that have come to our meetings in the past have come from a, the music industry because, you know, we're here in Music City. And they are so blown away every time. And every one of them says the exact same thing boy, you guys are really nice to each other and very open. It's not like that in the music industry. And I I find that sad for the music industry, but great for us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Glad to hear it. Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, Before we go, I want everyone to get all the information about um, uh, Tennessee uh, VO Studios and uh, where they can find you online and all that. Because as you just said, virtual, if Mm -hmm. if you're in the VO life, uh, group and you're looking just to, to get started, you should attend one of these one-on-one classes uh, virtually, no matter where you're at. Uh, and the other thing that you brought up too, of having not just mentors, but peers that mm-hmm. you can bounce things off of, you'll find that person somewhere that, you know, you'll develop a closeness with, and you may be texting them all the time about this or that, and that does help. But let everybody know how to find uh, what they need to find about Tennessee VoiceOver Studios. Absolutely. The website is tnvoiceoverstudios.com. And on there, there's a button that says training schedule that'll show you what classes we have, but it also just has a lot of information about us on there. Um, There's a private coaching tab if you want to find out, you know, have private coaching with any of our uh, 
with any of our um, coaches. We also have the you know lots of classes that are virtual. Um, we have a special class coming up next week with Paul Cartwright who about characters. So we will bring in special you know coaches every now and then for different things. Um, coming up in February of next year, we have Andy Arndt who's going to do a special audiobook class. So there's lots of other special classes that happen as well as the ones that you see on the website that are you know that we have all the time. And so we offer a lot of different things to people. Um, we also have a resources tab there that I mentioned earlier. You know, just it's a great place to start to, you know, look at all the different things that are out there that are free or, you know, information that is vetted and true and good from real people in this business who have your best interest at heart to start out this, you know, your journey in voiceover the right way with really good, real information that's solid that is going to get you further in developing a real business. So that's, that's awesome. how you find us. Very awesome. Very awesome. Christy, thanks for taking time out of your always busy schedule. I know we had to reorganize a little, but that's that's always okay. This is uh, the VO life. That's what we do uh, all is. the time. I had a session, yeah, I, <laughs> which is good my, to say. <laughs> my, my favorite saying that I have with my wife is, if, I, if I'm not busy, let's leave the house. It'll change as soon as we get in the car. There'll be uh, two text messages or two emails saying, can I get this in an hour or two? So that's that's the way we always look at it. But but really, thanks so much for taking time out. I hope this is helpful to a lot of folks. I hope you do go visit the uh, TNVoiceOverStudios.com site. Check everything out there. Uh, Get in a class. uh, Get busy with it. and, And as Christy preached, do it the right way. Don't make all the same mistakes that some of us made on the front end and and learn backwards and wait too long. Uh, If this is a passion of yours and you really want to do it, this is a great place for you to get in, get started, learn some things and make sure it's the way you want to go. Well, Christy, any big projects or things going on right now you could tell us about before we before we sign out? Oh, goodness. Big projects. Um, no, just kind of keeping on keeping on, hoping some more political work comes as the uh, midterms are getting closer. But um, no, just, well, you know, I mean, constant stuff at the studios. We are starting next week. We start our weekly workout schedule again. It's every five weeks. We have in-person and we have virtual classes. And so we do a weekly workout. Um, so that's kind of starting next week. Uh, but, you know, just keeping, you know, Moving forward with the studio and building that and getting students in there to start their journey off the right way. And yeah. Oh, and hockey season starting. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> throw that in there. <laughs> and even, uh, uh, you know, f- college football and, started, and football. professionals right behind it. So we got all that going on. Lots exactly. going on. Well, we're so well, proud that you're you're here in Nashville and close and also proud that people can reach out other ways through the site. I think that's fantastic. I want to wish you the best of luck. And I'm going to come for a visit soon. I have not gotten down there yet to see things, but I want to do that soon and uh, hopefully before... Um, before the weather gets cold again and I have to start wearing regular clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are welcome all the time. Just please wear pants. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thank Christy, you so thank- much for having me. I really appreciate this. And great, I really great. do hope that uh, if any of your listeners ever have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I yeah, enjoy mentoring people and helping them on their journey because this is just a wonderful, worthwhile business. And yeah, I, I thank you for the opportunity. You're quite welcome, and thanks for joining us. 
You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening. The VO Life is brought to you by Zencaster. No, really. It's recorded on Zencaster. So it's truly brought to you by Zencaster.